This is the Tigers Radio Network. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Mizell takes the snap. He's going to roll out far side of the field. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to pull down and run. He's brought down for a loss on the far side of the field by A.J. Cunningham. Hoff, the wingback, he goes in motion to that far side. It is a fake handoff. Davis is going to look to throw. He's got Nick Rhodes wide open. Nick Rhodes makes the catch. 40, no one in front of him. 30, 20. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Tommy Davis, welcome back to the starting lineup. Weathers. Out under center, Nick Rhodes, the far side receiver. Sapness in the backfield. Hoffman, Rossboro, your wing backs. Weathers moves Hoff in motion. He's going to hand off to Sapness up the middle. He's got a big hole. He's got no one to beat. One man to beat across the 50, 40, 35, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. 20. Big play by the Tigers there. Second down and four for the Tigers. Two minutes to go, first quarter. Takes the handoff, gives it to Abel Hoff on the far side, end around. Hoff's got a big hole. He's across the 40. He's got some space. One man to be across the 20. And breaks one tackle on the 10. Touchdown, Abel Hoff. Into the end zone again for the Tigers. Weather's under center. No tight end. So five linemen. Hoff the wing back. It's a quick handoff to Sapness up the middle. He's initially contacted. He breaks free. He's got huge space in front of him. Across the 45, across the 51, man to beat. 45, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness breaks a big one for the Tigers. Davis under center. He's got Binder and Hoff in the backfield. It's a handoff to Hoff. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the 5. Down to the 1. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, this is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and... Greg Pecco. We welcome you in live to Harry Harvey Field here for week eight of high school football in Pennsylvania. And as the weeks grow shorter here in October, the playoff implications get bigger and bigger. I am Greg Pecco. Steve Reynolds is here with us in, in the booth and down the sidelines, Dave DePasqua. And Steve, last week a difficult game for Marple Newtown as they went to Conestoga. They put up some good point numbers but unable to come away with a win and now sit at four and three. Yeah, they, they fought pretty tough last week at Conestoga, homecoming for Coach Gicking and his staff, and 
Uh, a few plays didn't go their way, about five or so plays that, you know, if it went their way, they could have came out victorious. Nonetheless, uh, they came out losers that game. Four and three coming in this game. Big playoff implications, homecoming here on the campus of Marple Newtown. So these guys are ready to go. And Dave down on the sidelines for us, as Steve just mentioned. Dave, it is homecoming here tonight, a stretch of three games for Marple Newtown in this stretch run trying to get into the playoffs. We'll break down the playoff implications in just a moment in these final three games. But, Dave, your sense of this game tonight here at homecoming? From last week against Conestoga, what we saw was third down conversions the entire game. Conestoga was able to hold on to the football. It's something Marple Newtown's going to have to do a better job this time, sustaining drives and be able to score and convert. Thank you, Dave. And we'll head back down to Dave in a little bit again. And, and Steve, what about that? You have a Haverford squad coming in here tonight with five wins. It's certainly uh, a big momentum shift for Marple Newtown heading towards the playoffs if they are able to get a victory here tonight. Yeah, and this Haverford team is very tough. They came up with a great year uh, last year, the year before that. Uh, so they have a lot of momentum going, got a good quarterback. Uh, they start off a little slow. So they came out of nowhere pretty much, only have one loss in the Central League. So they're still in this conversation of, the Central League title, but they're going to be a very tough and physical team. They're going to show different fronts on defense. It's going to be a tough game up front for the Tigers. From a, a Marple Newtown player side, you look at statistically Adrian Sapness is on pace to possibly finish in the top ten all-time in single-season rushing yards in Delaware County, and you have Marcus Weathers there, who's only about 100 yards away from having the most passing yards in a season since 2003. Yeah, and this new offense, we knew guys were going to get a chance to throw the ball. Uh, things were going to open up. A little su- not surprising. We knew Adrian Sam was a great runner from last year, but we thought coming into this game, we're going to this year, going to throw a lot. Sadness has done an incredible job finding his lanes and uh, you know, unbelievable in the open field. So, um, but these guys are going to be ready to go tonight. And on the sideline now, we'll, we'll kind of shift the focus now to the playoff discussion. And Dave is down there on the sidelines. Dave, you and I were discussing a little bit coming into this game. Uh, it's a very convoluted system. There's a, still a ton of scenarios that can happen over the next three weeks. However, we have kind of found a way to, to, to formulize it a little bit and make it a little bit more understandable going forward. Absolutely, you're talking about how many calculations you're going through this past week as we have great matchups this week as Springfield takes on Garnet Valley. So that's just one of the great matchups this upcoming week as Haverford just took the field. And absolutely, Dave. And, and, and Steve, the game he just mentioned, Springfield-Garnet Valley, we learned just a moment ago that that game is postponed due to a power outage uh, at Springfield. That will be tomorrow afternoon. So now that shifts kind of the focus for, for Marple Newtown to kind of going into that Springfield game. Yeah, I mean... Uh... It's interesting. I mean, we just heard a power outage there, so it's going to be uh, interesting there. But a lot of folks are going to shift to tonight's game. Uh, that was a big game in Central League. This was the second biggest game, these two teams. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting. So we'll run through the current standings here in 3A. And, and at the top is that Springfield squad we mentioned a minute ago at 7-0, and playing Garnet Valley tonight. You have Great Valley 6-1 and playing Sun Valley. Pottsgrove playing Phoenixville. That's the third seed. Academy Park plays Chester. Bishop Shanahan at 5, playing Downingtown East. Upper Moreland at 6, playing Upper Dublin. Marble Newtown at 7, playing here tonight. Octorera playing Kennett. They're the 8th seed. Now the guys sitting just on the outside are Glenn Mills, Radner, and Interborough in that order. And they play, uh, Mills plays Penwood, Radner plays Conestoga, and Interborough plays Chichester. There's a few others in there. Now there are some guaranteed points that haven't been applied yet that can really shift where Marble Newtown actually sits in reality. But for now, the calculated totals have them in 7th, Steve. Uh, right on that cusp, and, and with three games left to go, you would think two would should get you in. Simple as this: you, you just got to win. Uh, you can't worry about what other people have to do. It might fall that way. You know, you you lose two out of the last three, you might still get in. But 
honestly, you got to go out tonight and beat a Haver team four eight points. It's all it's going to do uh, be huge for them if they can pull this out. Dave, uh, as Steve was just mentioned, usually six wins is usually that that cusp for a team to get into the playoffs here. Uh, three games tonight. Obviously, it starts with tonight's game, and the atmosphere down there is starting to kind of build as more people file into Harry Harvey Field. Absolutely. With homecoming weekend here at Marble Newtown, you see the students, the fans, alumni. It's great to have all these people come back to Marble for homecoming. As we start to get ready, if you ask Coach Kicking, he's going to take it one game at a time approach with these next three weeks, especially with the playoffs. As Marble Newtown comes on the field with a giant size bang, come and support them. Thank you, Dave and Steve. You know, just kind of as the team comes on the field, the points that are available, and that's and if you're not familiar with the point system, 3A school, if they beat a 4A school such as Haverford and Marple tonight, Marple will get 120 points plus bonus points for all of Haverford's win, wins at the end of the season. So this is a crucial points game for them because of the fact that Haverford is one class above in terms of 4A, 3A seating. It's huge, and my head hurts. I mean, you've been working tirelessly <laughs> doing this the past couple of nights, and it's been great. It's been a huge help to us and the rest of the radio crew and the coaching staff. But uh, it's just crazy how all these points work. But, yes, this is a huge one, a 4A team with five wins right now. We, and you got to think, when you win the night, they got a couple more games left they can win. So you're going to get a lot of bonus points uh, from this game alone. I was talking with executive producer Jim Alsman, and uh, a, a friend of his is a, is a mathematician and physicist, and he couldn't quite figure out this entire process either. Uh, in any event, the next three weeks will whittle this down to eight schools that do get in to the 3A playoffs here as the teams file onto the field here. It is homecoming tonight. There was Hall of Fame inductions last night. Steve, you were there. Give us a little sense of what went on at Marple Newtown's Hall of Fame inductions last night. Uh, it was a great atmosphere over at Paxson Hall Country Club, one of our great sponsors, where we do some uh, uh, broadcast over there during the off season. But a uh, few guys got in, few, uh, two teams, coaching staff, Coach Kenning's uh, 77 coaching staff, the last team to win a Century Championship, and Coach Sweely, um, who's on the staff right now, got inducted. So it was a great community event. Great to see all these people come back uh, for Marple Newtown, and some of them are going to be here tonight. Well, the captains for both sides now make their way out to midfield, and as, as you mentioned, Coach Swilly will be in there as an honorary captain for the honorary coin toss. He will flip the coin here uh, in terms of figuring out the sides as we go forward. We'll send it down to Dave DePosca one last time here. Dave, before kickoff, final thoughts. Final thoughts. As I said earlier, third down conversions can be able to sustain drives for Marple Newtown. It's going to be huge in the outcome of this game. Thank you, Dave. And we'll send it down to head of referee tonight, Dr. Phil Harding, who will go over the sides for us in just a moment here. And, Steve, while they're doing that, your kind of final thoughts here. You got, you, on the other side, it's Dave said third down conversions for the offense. Third down, you got to get off the field on defense. you got to be physical. This is a physical half of the team. you got to match their intensity, and you got to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback tonight for this Tigers D-line. Captains separate there at midfield. The signal by Dr. Harding is that Haddiford will receive the ball. They will move right to left. Marple Newtown will kick off and defend the left end zone. We'll be back in just a moment after the National Anthem. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. 
and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! And the national anthem here at Harry Harvey Field. Homecoming night for Marple Newtown. More importantly, the first game of a three-game stretch on a run for Marple to try and get into the playoffs here in District 1. And Steve, here we go. Marple Newtown wearing all black, uh, playing against Haverford, who will have red helmets, red pants, and a white jersey. And Steve, uh, your keys to this one here one last time for those that are just joining us. Be physical off the ball. Hereford's a very tough physical team. They're going to show a lot on defense. 3-3 three, three stack, 3-4, three, 4-3. Four, four, They're going to show a lot. Get pressure on the quarterback. Get in the backfield and also play clean football. We saw last week Marple didn't turn over the ball. That's good. Let's limit some penalties this week, and I think they're going to be uh, pretty successful tonight. So here we go. Lambrizio set to kick it away here in week eight of Central League football here in Delaware County. 16 set to return. For Haverford, that is John Kim. The ball is up at the 40. Marple will move left to right, defend the left end zone. Haverford right to left, defend the right end zone for this first quarter. Lambrizios the approach. Kick, low line driver, picked up far side of the field. It is bobbled on that far side at the 5 by Haverford. Now they run up on the sideline across the 20 and stumbles down at the 25. That time is number 13, Jack Dunahy or excuse me, number 43, Mike Robinowski, number 43 on the return. Matt Leinhauser in on the play there. Way to go down the field, break through the wedge, and uh, trip up the, the runner there. Good job by Leinhauser. So it'll be first and 10 for Haverford from their own 26-yard line. 11.52 on the clock. Two receivers near side. Donahue out of the shotgun. With Maloney, the running back. Ball for hash. Donahue waits out of the gun. And there's movement along the lines. The left end for Marple moves, Steve. I don't know if he was induced, though. We'll send it down to the head official. Red ball. Offsides. Defense. So it is an offsides on Marple Newtown. They will spot having for five yards to open this one, Steve. Not the way you want to start the game, but I like how Kelly wanted to get off the ball a little aggressively. Hopefully we can make it up here on this next play. So we first and five for Haverford from their own 31-yard line. Two receivers near side, same set they had before. Ball's far hash, Donahue the quarterback. Maloney the running back next to him. Donahue takes it. He's going to roll near side on a QB sprint out. He's looking, looking under some pressure. Throws. This one is underthrown. Nearly intercepted by Lucas Moss. On the near side of the field, as number 12, Nick Costello, had to play defense. 
Outstanding coverage right there by Lucas Moss. And as you said, good defense by the receiver there as Lucas Moss would have intercepted the ball. And this is one of the key players tonight. Uh, players to watch tonight, Lucas Moss on both sides of the ball. Cornerback receiver had a great week last week. A couple things didn't go his way. He's a big uh, key player on this Tiger defense. So that brings up second and five from the 31 after the incompletion. Donahue breaks the huddle. Two receivers set. One near side is Boyle. Far side is Costello. One tight end in there. And Maloney the running back here. Certainly a running down, Steve, on second and five. Donahue will keep it out of the gun, though. He's under pressure. He throws. It's completed to Boyle. He has a first down, and he's across the 50 and brought down inside Marple Territory at the 49. And actually, they're going to officially spot that on the other side of the 50 at the Haverford 49. Noah Turner in on the tackle, but a nice completion for Haverford there as uh, the Tigers did get some pressure on Donahue, but he found his target. So it'll be first and 10 from their own 49 yard line for Haverford. Two receivers far side. Donahue out of a pistol now with two running backs. And he's going to hand off to Kim, who's going to come near side. He crosses the 50. He has some room, and he's pushed out of bounds at about the 40. Three-yard line. And a nice play by Kim as he runs to the outside. But Matt Trainer, the right side defensive end, had his arm free. Looked like he got held there. No call. And it's going to bring up second and sure for Haverford. So it'll be second down and about two yards for Haverford from the Marple 42-yard line. So you're going to have three wide receivers out of this set now. Ball is at the near hash. One receiver near side, one to the far. Maloney looking. Now Donahue takes the gun, throws to Costello, and off his hands. Incomplete. It'll bring up third and two, Steve. Lucas Moss in on the coverage there as Donahue tries to find Costello for the second time on this drive. little high, and it goes incomplete, bringing up third down for the Fords. So a big third and two here early on with 11.06 to go in the first quarter. Ball at the Marple 43-yard line. Out of the pistol again, you have Kim behind Donahue, and Maloney to Donahue's left. Ball is near hash, two receivers, Costello near side, Boyle at the far side, and we have movement again. And this might look like it might be against Marple again there, Steve. Could be interesting call here. Look that ball, offside. So it is an offsides on Marple Newtown, so that will be first down now for Haverford with 11.05 to go in the first quarter, Steve. That's a crucial penalty, a third and short. A couple yards there, five-yard penalty. going to give Haverford an automatic first down. First and ten from the Marple 38-yard line now for the forwards. Two receivers set, one far, one near. Pistol for Donahue. Maloney. The one running back, it's a give to Kim up the middle. He bounces, tries to bounce at the outside. He's brought down after he picks up three yards at the 35. Good play there by Noah Turner, staying home, shedding a block, and making the tackle on Maloney. So it'll be second down and seven from the 35 of Marple Newtown for Haverford. And they are moving the ball fairly well against Marple's defense, Steve. Something we kind of saw last week with Conestoga, but Marple was able to answer right away. So here we go. We got three receivers far side, one to the near side. Maloney the running back. Donahue from the gun. It's a handoff to 
He keeps it himself. He goes up the middle on the fake handoff, and then he's brought down at the 29-yard line. Steve, good play by Haverford. Looks like Noah Turner again in on the tackle there, but Donahue, good uh, read option there as he took it and uh, cut it up. Not horrible defense by the Tigers. That play could have been a lot worse. Certainly hard to defend a read option early on in a game especially. Two receivers set. One running back in the backfield out of the gun for Donahue. Third and one from the Marple 29-yard line. Donahue looking, looking, throws far side. It's tipped and then caught by Brewer on the far side of the field. Looked like Noah Turner tipped it, Steve. Not surprisingly, Noah Turner usually gets his hands in on passes. That did get tipped there, but a nice reception. And uh, looks like the, they're going to move the sticks as Haverford picks up the first down. They almost kept the ball higher in the air that time. Dave's down there. Dave, that, that kind of deflected that ball up. It wasn't a full deflection either. I didn't see the deflection, but what I saw is the ball came out at the end. The Marple Newtown almost jumped on it, so a near fumble. Okay, then. High formation. Donahue out of the pistol, excuse me. Two receivers, one near, one far ball, far hash on first down and 10 from the 22, taking it to the near side is Maloney. He goes down at the 19-yard line, sliding down Lucas Moss on the stop. Go a stretch play there as Maloney takes to the outside behind a few reach blocks, but uh, Lucas Moss does a good job getting off his block and making a tackle. So 8.50 to go, first quarter. Haverford still their first drive of the game, and it's second down and three at the 19 of Marple Newtown, Steve. Just a, uh, a good sustained drive by the forward so far. Two wide receivers, two tight ends. Shotgun for Donahue. Maloney, the running back. Donahue looking, looking. He's got Costello on a slant. Costello breaks two tackles into the end zone. Touchdown, Haverford. And Donahue is a good job stepping back. Three-step drop. Finds Costello on the slant. He makes a nice reception, breaks a few tacklers into the end zone for the forwards' first touchdown of this ball game. So kicking Evan Boyce for Haverford for the point after here with 8.20 to go in the first. Kim on to hold. Snaps a little high. Kick is up, though, and good. And with 8.20 to go on the first, Haverford leads 7-0. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Craig Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here back with you. 7-0 lead for Haverford, 8.20 to go first quarter. And Boyce set to kick it away to Abel Hoff and Adrian Sapness. And here's Boyce. And the kick is a high and over end one. It's going to be picked up by Sapness at the 7-yard line. 
And he's got some blockers now, and he's stuttering, going backwards, nearly breaks a few tackles, still on his feet, keeps going, and he's got one man hanging on his back and dragging him down at the 39. Was Adrian Sapness and all heart on that run, Steve, as he broke a few tackles. Looked, you know, he got to the wedge, to the, you know, the wall there. Looked like he was about to run backwards, saying, what are you doing? But never question Adrian Sapness. He finds a hole. He's so strong, and he, what a great returner. Almost broke it for a touchdown. So it'll be first and ten for Marple. 8.08 to go first quarter. Ball at the Marple 39. Empty backfield set. Weathers, quick throw to Hoff on the near side on a screen pass. He cuts it up across the 40 and brought down at the 42, so about a five-yard gain on the play. Number 43 in on the tackle. Mike Romanowski uh, in on the play for the Fords. But an empty set there for the Tigers. Weathers finds Hoff on the swing pass for a good uh, short gain on first down. Another five-wide receiver empty set again for Weathers and the Tigers on second and seven from their own 42-yard line as the officials try to get this ball set correctly. And they finally do. Tigers looking to go a little bit more up-tempo here to start. Weathers now takes, he looks. It's a throw to Kostek, far side of the field. He shakes one defender and then up the field, and he's across that first down marker and down at the 50. Steve, good job to start this game. Yeah, a little quick offense, something where Coach Higgins gives him two plays, start off the game, empty set. One way you swing it out to Hoff, the second play you swing it out to Kostak, pick up a first down there, so good way to start the drive for the Tigers. And it'll be first and ten at midfield for Marple Newtown here, 7.44 to go. Empty, uh, Adrian Sapness now in the backfield, four wide receiver set, Weathers throws far side of the field, caught by Carmen Christiana and out of bounds for a five, six-yard pickup. Alex Mount. The senior D-back in on the play, but a good route by Carmen Christiana, the sophomore. Little hitch route, uh, hauls it in uh, for a good first down pickup for the Tigers. Marple Newtown wasting no time here. It'll be second and five from the 45-yard line now with 7.33 to go. Haverford leads 7-0 early in this one. I formation, two wide receivers to the near side. Traditional set for Marple Newtown. And now we have a whistle down, a flag down on the play. That ball, first start, 66. So five yards, uh, penalty backing up Marple Newtown to the original line of scrimmage now for second and ten from midfield. And that's three, you know, before the play penalties for Marple so far. And this one, two on defense, one on offense, Steve. Now what you want to see, you have some momentum on this drive, three good plays, pass plays in a row. Hit with a false star penalty. See how they respond here. So the second and ten. Two receivers near side. I formation. Sapness in the backfield. Long as is up fullback. It's a give to Adrian Sapness. Hits the hole hard. Picks up three yards. And that'll bring up third down and seven, Steve. I'll take number 65, Dennis Spavena in on the play for the fours. But as you said, Greg, he hit that hole hard, Sapness. As it's going to bring up third down for the Tigers, though. So it'll be third and eight officially. 6.53 to go first quarter from the Haverford 48-yard line. So Hoff, far side receiver. you got four wide receivers in this set with Sapness in the backfield, two receivers near side. And... Weathers takes the snap. He's going to look to throw, looking, looking. He's got Hoff, Hoff wide open, deep. Can Hoff run it down? Oh, two yards in front of Hoff at the 7. Hoff was at the 10. He just couldn't run it down, Steve. A good throw, though. Great protection, good throw. Just a little too far out of the reach of Abel Hoff, who was streaking down the seam wide open. 
Uh, just couldn't connect there, but great protection. Good thing, good to see for the Tigers out. Dave, obviously a, a, a matchup that Marple likes there as Hoff has some speed against that corner. Absolutely, he had nothing but daylight. He catches it, he comes down in the end zone, but complete 360 from last week. We saw run, not open up with the pass. Han to punt on fourth down. It's a end over end one. is going to hit at the 20 and take a Tiger bounce down inside the 15, still rolling, and it's going to be down at the 8-yard line. So a good punt by Han, Steve. Yeah, great punt. Not a lot of hang time, but he got a good enough on there to roll inside the 10-yard line to back up the Hereford offense. So now, Steve, defensively, Marple Newtown, that first drive, uh, zone coverage defensively through the air, uh, and have it for content to go underneath. Do you expect the Tigers to stay in that, or will they kind of make some adjustments here and there? I think they'll make some adjustments here, but we'll see what Haverford comes out with, if they're going to throw or keep it on the ground. Dunahy out of the pistol. He has Maloney behind him. He's got two receivers to his near side. Costello is on the inside of those two receivers. He's the big man. It's a handoff to Maloney, far side of the field. He runs into the Tiger line, but he picks up three or four yards in the process. Matt Trainer and Kyle Kelly in on the stop for the Tigers, but Maloney picks up about five on that first down run. So it'll be second down and five from the Marple 14-yard line, or from the Haverford 14. 5.50 to go in the first quarter. Second down. Costello, the receiver near side. He's the only receiver out of this pistol set. They've run to Kim before in this when he's behind Donahue, the quarterback, with Maloney as the up back. And hands off to Kim far side of the field, and he has the first down across the 20, Steve. Good hard run there by Kim as he picks up the first down. As you said, Greg, like Ryan Everly. And Kyle Kelly in on the play for the Tigers, but Tigers have to uh, start buckling down on defense here, force a couple more third downs, some big plays for the defense. So it'll be first down and 10 from Haverford's own 22-yard line here. They lead 7-0. Costello and Boyle, the receivers to the near side. Maloney, the single back. Dunahy takes it. He hands it off to Maloney. He's hit in the backfield. Now tries to bounce it far side. He's going to be bucked down for a big loss on the play of about five yards, maybe three yards, Steve. Three to five yards. Yeah, and it looked like DiCamillo was in on the play initially, but Vince uh, Civerdelli came in and slammed down the runner. Great penetration, Dave, down there by the Marple defense that time. Also said... Also setting the edge was Brasco, forced him to come back and able to allow all the defense linemen. So it'll be second and 13 from the Haverford 19 for the Fords. Donahue, two wide receivers. Takes it, looking, looking near side. He throws to Costello. Moss has to come up and make a tackle. And he makes the initial contact. And then two more Tigers arrive to bring him down just shy of a first down. Steve. Christiana Everly in on the play. After Moss slowed him up a little bit, but Costello, a big receiver, but he's listed at 6'5", 205. So, you know, nothing that Lucas Moss hasn't seen, as we saw last week against Conestoga, a couple big receivers there. they're going to give Haverford the first down on that play. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Fords at their own 32-yard line. 
initially looked like they spotted him short, but they're going to give it to him. So, Donahue out of the pistol. Costello, far side receiver. Donahue takes, hands off to Kim. He bounces it far side of the field, and then he's going to be dragged down after only a two, three-yard gain. It looks like he grabbed the jersey uh, on the front side of the shoulder pad, not the face mask, because some Haverford coaches were wanting a face mask on the play. Yeah, it was close, but I think you're right there, Greg. No flag, uh, so no harm there for the Tigers. They did a good play there as their D-line comes in and uh, makes a good play on the runner. 3-11 to go in the first. Second down and seven for Haverford at their own 35-yard line. Donahue out of the pistol. One receiver on this set. Donahue's going to hand it off to Kim, far side of the field. He breaks through a hole, and he's got a first down again on that run, Steve. And another nice run by number 16, Kim. He takes that handoff from Donahue, finds a hole right off tackle for another forward first down. So they're having their way right now with the Tiger defense. So it'll bring up first and 10 now for, for Haverford from their own 44-yard line, and Steve has been very methodical to this point for Haverford offensively. Costello is the near side receiver. Boyle the far side receiver. Ball's far hash. And Donahue looks, looks, throws, and it's completed to Boyle for a first down far side of the field, and he breaks a few tackles. Now he's across the 40 and finally brought down at the 38 inside Tiger territory. Now with Turner in on the play, but another first down completion from Donahue to Boyle for a, a four first down. And Tigers got good pressure. McKee came in on the blitz from the middle linebacker, but it looked like a B-gap blitz. Just couldn't get to Donahue on time. And Donahue's able to get that ball out very quickly, and these are quick routes to throw to. So first and ten, under two minutes to go, first quarter. Haverford driving here in this one. They lead 7-0. Donahue out of the pistol. One receiver's Costello near side. And Donahue's going to hand it off up the middle to number 16, Kim. He's going. He has a first down. Flag comes in behind the play. And that was number 15, excuse me, Carrie Kareem Bernard. But a flag down at the 30, Steve. Could be a holding penalty. Looks like it's going to come back here. You see those stretch plays. Usually a hold. That's what it's going to be. So it is against Haverford. The head official, Dr. Harding, has the official call here for us on this one. During the run, illegal block, offense, 10-yard penalty. So it's a 10-yard penalty for an illegal block by Haverford. So this one will come back. It's from the spot of the fail. So this will be first and 11 because the ball will come back to the Marple 39-yard line. Tigers D has to capitalize on this negative play. For Haverford, as they shoot themselves on the foot on, um, put, after putting together a nice drive here. So, Tigers, he needs to capitalize. And now. Timeout, Haverford. They're first. Timeout, Haverford. Timeout by Haverford. 132 to go first quarter. Haverford leads 7 nothing. You're listening to Mopple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. 
Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with us. Dave down the sidelines. 132 to go first quarter. Have it for driving a bit. Yeah, as Marple Newtown was driving and then a penalty stalled their offense. So hopefully for Marple Newtown, this is a good sign for them. As it's first and 11, maybe Marple can start gaining momentum at the near the end of the first quarter. Thank you, Dave. First and 11 here out of the timeout for Haverford. 7-0 the lead for the Fords. 1.32 to go against in the, here in the first. Two receivers far side. Donahue out of the shotgun. Bernard to the right of him, the running back. It's going to be a rollout far side for Donahue. He's looking, looking. He throws. It is blocked by Noah Turner on the far side of the field, Steve. No one does it better than Noah Turner. Can't get there. Put your hands up. Such good... Uh, Length to his body there and, and uh, blocks Donahue's pass, passing lane as it falls incomplete. So it'll be second and 11. Ball on the 39 of Marple Newtown, Steve. And that seems to be an advantage for them. If the Tigers can get in there, they're taller. Donahue is not the tallest quarterback they've faced. If they can get in there and at least get their hands up, that'll be a big advantage for them. Yeah, and it's gonna, it will throw off Donahue. Uh. So here we go. One receiver near side, Costello. Boyle at the far side. Donahue out of the pistol. Maloney the running back. Low snap. Fakes to Maloney. Play action far side. Rolling out to Donahue. Throws. And it is nearly intercepted. Christiana and Lucas Moss collided in midair. Both going for the ball. Moss is a little shaken up on the play. And boy, Steve, they hit each other hard. Yeah, that was a... Tough collision there. Very hard collisions. Both went for the ball as with, it falls incomplete. With him down and 115 to go in the first, we'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shot to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasco back with you out of the injury timeout. Lucas Moss got up off the field himself. He won't speculate, but uh, Dave, uh, two defensive safeties over the top trying to make a play. Yeah, Christiana went into him. Looks like he just lost his breath being able to stay on the ground. Now it's going to... It's going to affect now because Lucas is one of their best defensive players on the field now. Third and 11, they're probably going to air it out. Absolutely, Dave. Third down and 11 for Haverford Donahue. Two receivers far side. He's out of the gun with Maloney, the running back. Ball at the Marple 39. 
Donahue looks, looks, he's under pressure, and he's going to throw back on a screen to Maloney near side. Tigers trying to get there, make a tackle. They're on him. He bounces off a few men. He's going to be short of the first down by five yards. A flag down far side of the field, though. At the So we'll see what that call is, Steve. Looks like it's going to be on Haverford. I'll wait. Not sure what it's going to be there, but a nice screen set up by Haverford there. But Tigers defense is going to do a good job of bottling it up. Dave, any indication as to what that flag might be? It's on the far side of the field. No idea. Both coaches are waiting eagerly on both sidelines. There's a long discussion amongst the officials right now as to what exactly occurred. Uh, I don't know if someone, I mean, it would be hard to, because the play was on this near side, it would be hard for an official on the far side to call a hold. But it's not like it's uncommon. And if it is on Haverford, it would be interesting what the Tigers want to do. That's against Marple. It's defensive holding by Marple Newtown after the long discussion. So it'll be obsessed. (laughs) That's tough. From the spot of the foul. Third down there, screen pass, and you get called for a holding. You don't normally see that in high school football too much. Normally they they don't call it as tight as the NFL or college does. And Coach Gicken questioning the call. Holding defense. 10-yard penalty from the spot. So it's a 10-yard holding penalty from the spot of the fail. So that will give the Fords a first down. And that's the first time I've seen that in a while, defensive holding in a high school game. Uh, so it must have been fairly egregious, although the pl- all the action was happening on the near side of the field. Yeah, they let you, they let you be physical. But it looked like the flag was thrown, you know, five yards off the bottom. I'm not sure what the yeah. rule is in, co- in high school, you know, five-yard bump and run, but... Interesting call nonetheless, and it won't give him an automatic first down, but it's going to be third and one. This is huge here for the Tigers' day. So it'll be third and one, and replay of the down. And the Fords come out with three receivers far side, Maloney in the backfield. So maybe trying to spread Marple out and run up the middle. Marple brings an extra man into the box now defensively. 47 seconds to go first quarter. Donahue's going to look to throw. He's looking. He's got a man middle of the field. It is caught. Middle of the field that time by Kim. He has a first down inside the 10. They spread him out. He finds Donahue finds Kim down the seam. Uh, outside linebacker covering him. So a little mismatch there as Hereford converts on a big third down in one play. So he goes from almost being fourth down, uh, having Hereford punted away most likely to, you know, a yes. penalty first down and goal. On your five-yard line. Certainly would like to see the video on that hold uh, holding call uh, this week after this game. Uh, under 20 seconds here to go. Kim now in a wildcat formation for Haverford. Ball at the five on first and goal. It's a handoff this time to Dykite. He cuts it up on the sweep and no signal yet. And it looks like they're going to mark him down at the one as the time expires on this quarter. 7-0 lead for Haverford. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network.